You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 30th, 2018, the final episode of Locked On Magic for the month of March. My name is Philip Rossmanreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. On today's show, we'll preview the Magic's game against the Chicago Bulls as their seven-game homestand comes to a close. They'll take on the Atlanta Hawks on Sunday as well, but first we'll deal with the Bulls on Friday night. Uh, And then I'll talk a little bit about Rodney Purvis and his arrival with the Orlando Magic, not coming off a great game, but uh, still a solid player. I'll I'll share some thoughts on him and his journey. Uh, And then, of course, I'll talk a little bit about the Lakeland Magic as they get set to play in their first playoff game against the Erie Bayhawks on Saturday. That game postponed from Tuesday. Before we get into all that, though, I do want to quickly Give a shout out to the brand new members of the Locked On Podcast Network, the Locked On Baseball Podcasts uh, that are starting just now. I know Locked On Cubs started. I know Locked On Yankees started. You will soon be able to find your favorite baseball team, whether it's the Tampa Bay Rays, whether it's the Miami Marlins, whether it's the New York Yankees, whether it's the San Francisco Giants, whether it's the Chicago Cubs, whoever it is, you'll be able to find your favorite Locked On, your, your favorite team covered by a Locked On podcast just like this one. You know the entire NBA is covered by the Locked On Podcast Network. There's a daily podcast covering the teams on a day-to-day basis with episodes every single day getting into the nitty-gritty about those teams. That's what the Locked On Baseball Podcast Network will provide for your favorite Major League Baseball team. Be sure to check those out. You can find them on iTunes. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. If you can't find them yet, they'll be coming soon as the Locked On Baseball Network just launched. And of course, you can find every basketball team, every football team on the Locked On Podcast Network. So be sure to check that out. Obviously, things starting today with the Orlando Magic's game against the Chicago Bulls. The Magic um, finishing off their homestand against one of the well, one of the teams that are struggling the most in the league, and you know, it's it. I, I'm I'm going to fall into this trap again because I'm going to believe what I'm saying here. The Magic should beat the Chicago Bulls. Like Orlando, they like to get up and down. They like to to, to run. They're in the they're in the top eleven in pace. Uh, but the Bulls have a 101.4 offensive rating, one of the worst in the league. In fact, it is the second worst in the entire league. They have a 109.3 defensive rating, which is the fourth worst in the entire league. Statistically, the Magic are a better team. There's just no way around it. And I said this back in, uh, I think it was November. There is no reason the Magic should lose to this team. Of course, we all know what happened then. Chicago blew Orlando out. And Chicago has had Orlando's number all season. The Magic are looking for a little bit of redemption, I hope. And want to make sure that they get this win. Finish their homestand off strong. And beat a team that's frankly not, frankly shouldn't be as good as they are. Which they are. They have a better record. They're playing, they're, they're finding ways to eke out wins. Chicago's coming off a loss to the Miami Heat, 103-92 last night. They were led in scoring by David Nwaba, but he was only 4-11. for 11. This is a team that just does not shoot the ball well, and they will put up 90-point games like this. Bobby Portis was 6-16. for 16. He had a big game the last time the Magic played the Bulls. So Orlando knows that they've got to watch out for a lot of these players. They, they should know that, at least. They should know that Chicago's a team that's going to play hard and keep going after them, despite 
Uh, you know, the Bulls fell behind by eight in the first quarter. They struggled to keep up with Miami, but they were not blown out. They were certainly in that game, and 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 Miami led by as much as 19, but, you know, Chicago was willing to fight, trailing by five at the half. This is a Bulls team that does play hard, that do have a lot of grinders, that do find a way to make your life just a little bit miserable. In their last 10 games, though, the Bulls have struggled. There's no doubt about it. Worst defense in the league at 115.1 points allowed per 100 possessions. The third worst offense in the league at 101.4 points per 100 possessions. The Magic are the second worst offense in their last 10 games. Chicago has the second worst net rating in the in their last 10 games. This is a Bulls team that is, like the Magic, limping to the finish line. And yeah, these are the games that the Magic should target for better or for worse, to win. And it's a game where I think you have to go win as a naive or, as one person called me, sanctimonious Magic fan. If tanking weren't a thing, you would go into this game and say, the Magic should win this game. And that's my approach. I think the Magic should absolutely win this game, finish their homestand on a strong note, and get a big victory. And the good news is it does appear they're going to have some reinforcements. Jonathan Isaac practiced in full on Thursday and has been upgraded to probable for Friday's game. So it looks like Jonathan Isaac will be back in the lineup and especially against a poor offensive team like the Bulls, that could be a huge, huge difference. Now, obviously, I've said this before, you can focus on the other team as much as you want, but really right now it's all about the Magic and what they do. We've seen the Magic move the ball pretty well and, and do a lot of really good things, or do some good things, specifically on the defensive end when Isaac's out there especially, but they've got to keep that up. They can't let themselves fall into traps that they've fallen into before where if shots aren't falling, they let up on defense, especially in transition. They give up a lot of offensive rebounds. That cannot happen against the Bulls team that will attack the glass and will pick up offensive rebounds. 25.4% offensive rebound rate for the Bulls in the last 10 games, is among the very best in the league. Chicago's a team that can pick the Magic off. And like I said, Orlando has to have the focus on themselves to get this win. They're getting the reinforcement that they need in Isaac. Wessowundu's still questionable with the illness that he, that, that kept him out of Tuesday's game or, uh, Tuesday, or Wednesday's game. Uh, and of course, Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross, and Jonathan Simmons are all likely to be out uh, probably for the rest of the season. At this point, I don't even know if, uh, if Simmons is going to make it back in time. Again, I, I say this all the time nowadays. Orlando needs to focus on themselves. If they play hard, if they play with energy, if they play with intensity, if they play together, if they do all the things that we know that they can do, that Coach Vogel asked them to do, they will. They should give themselves a chance to win just about every game, but they will win this game, and I think that should be the expectation heading into this one. For the Magic to win this game and beat a frankly, much weaker Chicago Bulls team. Tip-off at the Amway Center is at 7 o'clock. You can check that out on Fox Sports Florida. So, should be a good one or not. It should be a tankful one, but we'll we'll see how things shake out there. This weekend, of course, is a very, very big weekend for uh, the Orlando Magic organization. Not only does this homestand end, not only is it Passover, um, it, it's it's the first playoff game for the Lakeland Magic. 
Haven't talked a lot about Lakeland. I've been meaning to get a guest on to talk about the Lakeland Magic. I'm probably going to have to do a post-game recap of that, um, which which I apologize for. Um, but the Lakeland Magic had quite the run to clinch a playoff berth and make the playoffs and, and really racking up all the all the awards uh, for the past month. Stan Heath was named the Coach of the Month. Um, I, I believe Byron Mullins was named Player of the Week. Um, they were just racking in the awards, and, and and the Magic made sure that Lakeland got in the playoffs. Let's let's keep it real. On Friday night, Rodney Purvis, Ken Birch, and um, Jamel Artis did not play for the Magic, or were not available, or actually the Magic didn't play on Friday, but they were sent down to Lakeland to make sure Lakeland got in the playoffs, got that big win against the Delaware 87ers, and then the Lakeland Magic's rest of the skeleton crew cleaned up to make to clinch the playoff berth on Saturday night. A big win for the Lakeland Magic, one that even Coach Frank Vogel acknowledged after the win over the Phoenix Suns. Lakeland went on a tear. I think they won five of their last eight games or seven of the last eight games or something like that to make the playoffs. It was a huge playoff push. And it's been a really strange season for Lakeland. Um, Orlando didn't help them with that. Ken Birch was down there for a good chunk of the first part of the season when Lakeland got off to such a good start and, and really looked like they were going to cruise to a division championship the Magic pulled Ken Birch off that roster, and all of a sudden, they were struggling. They didn't have a center. That's why they signed Byron Mullins, who seemed to be plucked out of obscurity and is playing some very good basketball right now. Then you had Wessowundu was sent down for a spot start. Jonathan Isaac was sent down for a spot start. Um, you know, that's life in the G League. You're going to have constant rotation changes. You're going to have constant roster changes. And it's up to the coaching staff, it's up to the players to find a way to adjust. And Lakeland had a bit of a rough patch there in the middle of the season in January and February, but they found that way to adjust. Some great signings by Anthony Parker and Byron Mullins uh, and Alan Anderson to bring some veteran stability. Uh, players like John Petroselli and uh, I think TJ Price really developed throughout the course of the season to become reliable players. Rodney Purvis, who I'm going to talk about in just a moment, had a tremendous season as a scorer, as someone that, that really fits the bill. Uh, as a primary option for, for at that level. Troy Copain, I don't think he's a perfect fit at point guard. I thought he was someone that, I, but I thought he was the guy the Magic were going to call up to play point guard. He really delivered for that team. Great leadership, great scoring on top of that uh, as Lakeland pulled into the final playoff spot. They will play the Erie Bayhawks on Saturday. I believe tip-off is at 3 p.m. It is on ESPN News. Um, I'm going to want to support the guys. I, I I won't be able to watch it, but but I'll definitely be hoping for the best for the Lakeland Magic that they get to the next round of the playoffs. I think the next round is two out of three. This first round is a single elimination round. And so the Lakeland Magic certainly have their work cut out for them. Going to be a big game, obviously. Uh, so big congratulations to the Lakeland Magic uh, as they get ready to play in the playoffs this season. And a big part of Lakeland's success is undoubtedly Rodney Purvis. Um, it, it's, it's, he's been someone that a lot of Magic fans have had their eye on all year. 20-point-per-game score at the G League level. He had a game where he scored 39 points, hit seven or eight three-pointers, led a huge comeback, a 30-point comeback. That's a guy that just seems to be able to put up points in a hurry, and that's something the Magic need, but... I think the Magic are discovering, or at least Magic fans are discovering, who watched nothing more than the box score, that that Purvis really is a guy that fits into 
He's going to look for his points. Don't don't get him wrong. He's going to find his shots. But he isn't your typical off-the-bounce scorer. It turns out he's someone that's perfectly capable spotting up and hitting threes. He's perfectly capable attacking off rotations. And for a guy coming from the G League, those skills are more important than your skills on the ball necessarily. Because, frankly, if you're in the G League, you're probably not going to get a high usage rate at the NBA level. That's just the reality of things. So when Rodney Purvis got the call up, it was well-deserved, number one. But number two, it was definitely a feeling out period. It was definitely a figuring out exactly how to use this kid and, and, and when to deploy him. Frank Vogel was certainly still figuring that out. But now after 20 days, after two 10-day contracts, and now having signed him for the rest of the year, as well as uh, reportedly to a multi-year deal, you know, the usual multi-year deal that you get as a G League play- prospect, the Magic are now fully invested in Ronnie Purvis. They're fully invested to see what this kid can grow into and what this kid can be. He's got decent size for shooting guard, got decent defensive instincts. His scoring instinct, as, as Frank Vogel said, is very strong. Don't take Wednesday's 0-for-6 performance in his first NBA start as a sign of things. He definitely looked a little nervous. And he was definitely forcing things as, as Brooklyn's defense played very, very well that game. But Purvis has shown, even at the NBA level, that he is very capable. 19 points against Philadelphia. A lot of it just coming within the flow of the offense. You know, the favorite phrase of, of Frank Vogel. He wasn't forcing things. He was the man left open, and he delivered. And for, for a while... That's how teams are going to play him. He's going to have opportunity to score because teams are going to dare him to be the one to beat them. And from what we've seen from Ronnie Purvis throughout the season, from what we've seen from him this year, that's something that he can do. With the Lakeland Magic this year, he had a stellar, stellar season. 20.5 points per game. 42.4% 42.4% from the floor, 39.3% from beyond the arc. A lot of it from a high usage rate. He's taken about 18 field goal attempts per game. That's obviously not what he's going to do here. This is a guy who truly embraced this opportunity in the G League. A guy who truly took advantage of this system and, and the opportunity played before him. And that led to more. That led to more chances, more opportunities. It's not easy in the G League. Let's let's be real. They don't live in luxury hotels. They get paid about what you or I get paid. Maybe a little bit more. But it's all to chase this dream. And unbelievably, Purvis is, is living this dream right now. Making the most of this chance that he's gotten. And he still seems to remain extremely humble. He doesn't feel like he's made it. Maybe he had a little bit of nerves on Wednesday night or Wednesday night when he made his first start. But he doesn't seem phased by what's in front of him. He seems to take the same approach. That now he has to prepare for that next opportunity. Now he has to grind and get ready to take advantage of whatever comes before him next. And if you're a young player like Rodney Purvis, that's the exact attitude you have to have to succeed in this league. 
I don't know if Rodney Purvis is going to make it. I don't know if he's a long-term piece for this team. That's going to be determined a lot over the last seven or eight games, as well as in Summer League. He will get his opportunity in Summer League. The Magic clearly believe in him enough to do that. But we'll see exactly what Rodney Purvis can give this team. And exactly whether this experiment with the Lakeland Magic can work. Clearly it has. Clearly it's played a benefit for the Magic to find a player like him who seems capable of producing, who has produced already in the league. But now it's time for Purvis to prove himself all over again. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can, of course, also check out our new website, LockedOnMagic.com. There, I post the podcast, of course, but I also post discussion starters. Talk about, talk, ask questions, um, and, 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 Share some thoughts on things that we discuss here on the show. Get the discussion going. Feel free to comment uh, and and talk about stuff um, in those articles. I also share what I'm reading and some of the links as well to uh, what we're talking about on the show throughout the day. So be sure to check out LockedOnMagic.com. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including a look at Mario Azonia and the improvements that he's made, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. That's going to do it for me today, short episode today, but I'll see you all again Monday for another episode of Lockdown Magic. No no Facebook Live this week. I am uh, not because of Easter, but Easter is a good enough excuse. Um, I'll actually be at a, at a wedding shower, but um, no lo- no Facebook Live this week, so I will see you all mo- Monday for another episode of Lockdown Magic. We'll recap the Magic's game against the Atlanta Hawks and get ready for the final two-week stretch of the season. Just two weeks to go. It's unbelievable how fast and how slow this season has gone. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I will see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.